Well, hello, Candy. Well, hello, Jamie. And uh, I really like that song by the Newsboys in Christ Alone. And um, this this podcast this week, last week of the holidays, just reminded of how we live in in the um, the grace of of God and how the wrath of God was upon his people before Jesus came and then all the wrath was put on Jesus. So that's reason to celebrate. It is. For us. For us. So glad I'm living after the death of Jesus and his resurrection. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going back, all the way back, into one of the prophets in the Bible. And I just felt to read Ezekiel, the book of Ezekiel. I was just remembering our dog and his name. Our own dog, Zeke. Yeah. And, uh... Aww. I, I saw know. a picture of him on my phone today, and it was when we were camping, and he's sitting on my knee. Remember how he, he really liked sitting on my knee? He did, for about five seconds. Because he was about twice as big as me. He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Good dog. He was. Beautiful dog, Zeke. Just um, really enjoyed running with him. He just wouldn't go for ages. He just knew what to do. So we're reading from the book of Ezekiel, written by Ezekiel, a prophet. And uh, Monday, 2709-2021. I wrote, it's still dry, no rain. I had to continue in Ezekiel. And it reads, Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gateway of the Lord's temple, where I saw 25 prominent men of the city. Among them were Jezaniah, son of Azur. So there's there's leaders, okay? They've got big names. So was this actually happening, or was this a vision that he had? Well, I really like that line there, because it said, Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gateway of the Lord's temple, where I saw 25 prominent men of the city. So they they would have been the prominent men of the city. So this is, this is like a dream, and I'm wondering, is it a, is it? I wrote here. I'm wondering if this is a day or night dream. Oh, okay. So okay. So God shows God is speaking to Ezekiel because he's a priest. He's a Jewish priest. Oh, so he was a priest and a prophet. Yes. Okay. So um, really interesting. Like it could have been dreams. Could have been daydreams, night dreams. I'm not sure. Okay, we could look into it further. So God promised us to look after his people after they've gone in exile. His heart is to return his people to the place he intends them to be. And then I read God's intentions for all people. And this came through the work of Jesus. And just like the song we heard before. And Ezekiel gets a look into God's heart for the future, for his nation. And for the whole world it was. But Ezekiel was just thinking about his people. I remember the template that uh, Graham... I said, what is God showing me for the future? I'm wondering. And then mm. Graham Cook made a template, and so I, just, I was just thinking about that. But in the book of Ezekiel, it reads, When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of their vile images and detestable idols, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart, so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people, and I will be their God. Mm. So I'm thinking, this is before the Spirit has come and lived inside people, Candy, and they yeah they didn't want to follow God, they they didn't have God's 
heart within them. And it was difficult. I think it was difficult. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I think it was more difficult to follow to follow God in these times. Hmm. Yeah, it would be different because you often feel the Holy Spirit within you and helping you, bringing that peace and understanding and wisdom and and sometimes even you say things that you're like, oh, where did that come from? And it's, I believe it's the Holy Spirit speaking through you at the time when those words need to be said. Mm. So not having that would be just so different and we don't understand that. No, no, because we're not there. I wrote a brand new heart, a single cylinder that beats for God. A heart that desires to follow Christ and learn the ways of his kingdom. A heart that is willing and able to change and is super responsive. So I'm thinking engines here and I'm thinking Honda. I can tell that. Yeah, Honda uses this as their mantra. Do you know, do you remember Honda's mantra? Well, One heart? No, because when I got m- my first motorbike, it was a Honda. Yeah. And that was um, the power to dream. Power to dream. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's one heart. They go on one anyway. They're, talk- okay. they're talking about. Um, you're referring to. They're really good. Similar to this, you know, one uh, single uh, single cylinder beats for God. Anyway, moving on to me. This is the greatest <laughs> miracle I know. The Creator of the universe made a plan to make new humans. Yeah, new humans. Okay, keep talking. I am one of them. I have died and been reborn. And Paul explains this in Corinthians 5. And I need to read it and be it. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And I think I think we really need to... We need to understand that more and more as, as we walk in our faith that we are brand new people we don't have to be like we used to be or like other people are and um, Paul wrote also either way Christ's love controls us since we believe that Christ died for all we also believe that we have all died to our old life he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. So I guess that's what in the Old Testament they're not, they haven't experienced this yet. So um, yeah, Tuesday come around two eight zero nine two zero two one. It's raining at last. That was a morning it was raining. Oh yeah, and we went down to Gumboro, and it was like it had flooded, and Larry was running through. The flood, mm. and um, and the day before it was pretty much empty. It was amazing. It is. I love living up here. <laughs> Your creation is majestic, my lord. David expresses this in Psalm 19. Do you remember you read that to me, Psalm 19? Yeah, I liked it. God gives his prophet visions and messages to tell his chosen people, and God's anger burns against their idolatry and evil hearts. He promises they will lose everything so that they can return to him. It is because he loves and cares for them that he is giving this message to Ezekiel. 
Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, that's, that's what um, God calls Ezekiel. You live among rebels who have eyes but refuse to see. They have ears but refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious people. Does Jesus say this in the Gospels as well? To the Pharisees. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And, it's, and they were the leaders because yeah. we remember we started this. It was um, Ezekiel talking about the leaders. So it's the, it's the leaders who cop a, a whacking because they should be leading the people in the right way. Mm. Not making up rules and... Mm. He calls them false prophets and useless. <laughs> he says they're like a carpenter trying to build a house using grapevine wood as timber. Oh. He talks about like the grapevine, you know, the wood that grapes grow on. Yeah. Couldn't really build a house out of that. It's just like little sticks. And even if it's really old, it's only, you know, it's only probably a... <laughs> I like how you're doing the hand 60. motion. It's really good. It's probably well, only... Um, are you going to say 60 centimetres? There's no way that's 60 six, mil, I was just thinking... Oh, 60 six, mil. Well, if you think about like a ruler, yeah, do you reckon six that's centimeters. six? Do you reckon that's... That's eight. Say... Well, how long? How I reckon that's about ten centimeters. What you're doing? Okay. There. Well, let's just think. Well, you reckon that's about a third of the ruler? See, look at that. That'd be about a third of the ruler. There we go. How thick is the biggest grapevine you've seen? Oh, not that thick. No. Okay, so no. you couldn't really build a house out of it, could you? Not. Well, I'm not that patient. No. no. <laughs> he tells a story about the nation being born. Okay, so we go to Wednesday two nine zero nine two zero two one. Going for a hike today. Oh, that's when you went with um, Will and. Yeah. Who else went? Mitch. Mitch, Mitch, yeah. and Mitch wore thongs. It's not falling? No. <laughs> That's not falling. The humidity has arrived, but it's still a little cool in the morning. So I rode to Gordon Vale and back yesterday. So, yeah, I rode my bike because I just oh, wanted yeah, to. Oh, yeah, you rode your push bike all that way. I know. <laughs> but I rode, my book, <laughs> I rode my bike home from work this week as well, during this week. That was fun. It was. Was it hot with the sun shining? Um... No, no, because it was late in the afternoon. Mm. It was really lovely. Well, this was... I, I was hot when I got home, though, but we've got a pool, so who cares? Yeah. Well, that's where I went, straight to the pool. I rode, I, <laughs> I think I left it just after, between 10.30 and 11 o'clock and took two hours because I just pumped all the way. It was a headwind all the way, and then I was exhausted when I got home. I had a swim, and yeah, then... But how far is it? Uh, it was only 50 kilometres. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was more, but... Okay. That's all it was. All right, so God is talking to with Ezekiel and gives him another message. He tells a story about the nation of Israel being born. Give her this message from the Sovereign Lord. You are nothing but a Canaanite. Your father was an Amorite and your mother was a Hittite. On the day you were born, no one cared about you. So I'm thinking these these particular people aren't very high on the... Um, on the um, well, they call that the... Um, caste system they're pretty low you know uh no one cared about you your umbilical cord was not cut and you were never washed rubbed with salt and wrapped in cloth oh that's sad yeah he said and god tells him a story like he was just left out in the field to die Hmm. that that's what he says you're like a baby left out in the field to die but i came by and saw you there helplessly kicking about in your own blood as you lay there, I said, live. And I helped you to thrive like a plant in the field. You grew up and became a beautiful jewel. Mm-hmm. Your breasts became full and your body hair grew, but you were still naked. It, it's pretty um, 
graphic? Yeah, Ezekiel 16. Got to read it. But you thought your fame and beauty were I thought your you were own. saying Ezekiel was 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was an old man. Uh, he was 16 at once. But So then God's talking about the nation like, so you gave yourself as a prostitute to every man who came along. This is what the country's doing. They're just following anyone. Your beauty was theirs for the asking. And he said, so you are the opposite of other prostitutes. This is how much they rebelled, the nation of Israel. You pay your lovers instead of them paying you. So he said they were actually giving people, following other people's ways and then giving them money and totally uh, turning from God. And this is a message Ezekiel had to give. I wouldn't want to be Ezekiel. Yeah, where's the happy bits? Getting to them. Thursday through 3009 A joyful day yesterday. Oh, there you go. Where's the happy bits? A joyful day yesterday. Excellent. I know to rest today. I went on a hike with Will and Mitch and we picked up the gym, Candy. Oh, you picked it up. You're Candy amazing. rode home from work. Oh, there you go. See, I told you. Got a picture of a bike there with you on it, see that? Oh, it is me. Yes, mm. totally. Reading Ezekiel's conversations <laughs> with God. Son of man, give this riddle and tell this, this story to the people of Israel. So God's continuing to... To uh, get Ezekiel to talk to these leaders, and he tells a story about two eagles that will overthrow Israel because they fail to acknowledge and serve God. And the kings and leaders are corrupt and rebel against any authority. They're two timers with no commitment. And nevertheless, this man of Israel's royal family rebelled against Babylon, sending ambassadors to Egypt to request a great army and many horses. Can Israel break her sworn treaties like that and get away with it? No, for surely as they live, says the sovereign Lord, surely as I live, the king of Israel will die in Babylon and the land of the king who put him in power and whose treaty he disregarded and broke. So God explains each person is responsible for their own life. So some people are still following God. And I think in the time they, they thought that if the parents followed God, then the then the children would be automatically follow God, but they didn't. And if the children follow God and the parent didn't, God's saying that you won't pay for each other's sins. Each person's got opportunity to follow me. Therefore, I will judge each of you, O people of Israel, according to your actions, says the Sovereign Lord. Repent and turn from your sins. Don't let them destroy you. Put all your rebellion behind you and find yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. That's what we've got, Candy. Yep. For why should you die, O people of Israel? I don't want you to die, says the Sovereign Lord. Turn back and live. And God is God loves this country. And he is so upset because they're not following. Not looking, then he, they won't let him look after them. Get into some of the things they did. Friday 010101 <laughs> First day of the month of October. Not long now, going back to work for the run home to the end of the year. I do like working with young people, I wrote. <laughs> I've completed many jobs that were planned over this break and feel sorted. I didn't sharpen You've done really well. <laughs> I didn't sharpen those knives, though. No, you didn't. So we still can't cut tomatoes, but that's okay. <laughs> Thank you for your kindness and grace, Jesus. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the knives not yeah. being sharp still. <laughs> I wrote, I still fully don't fully understand how you love me as you say. You missed something out on Thursday, though. 
What happened on Thursday? What did we do Thursday night? Karaoke. We did Thursday night karaoke. Yes. How fun was that? And we didn't go to town even. No, we did it in our own house. That was our practice for town, wasn't it? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. We probably need a, fun. We need a couple more practices then. But it oh, was fun. So fun. Even Larry joined in. <laughs> How funny was he when he grabbed his tail? He, yeah. <laughs> oh, funny dog. He funny ran, dog. He ran around chasing his tail and then he caught it and kept running. <laughs> <laughs> So right, I still don't fully understand how you love me, as you say, and I think sometimes we all struggle with this, that we feel if we've let God down and we feel really bad, and but God sees us the same, always. Ezekiel 19 is a funeral song about the nation of Israel. Not going to read that. Not happy. The leaders come to Ezekiel for a message from God. Son of man, tell the leaders of Israel, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. How dare you come to ask me for a message? As surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, I will tell you nothing. And he tells them about their rebellion. And he chose to show his glory to them. And he has been faithful, but they haven't. In God's anger, he does not treat them as they deserve. It would dishonor who he is, we read in the text. And Graham Cook talks about what God promises or grants to us, we should take it for granted. And he's actually promising this to himself. God is promising what he will do to himself. What? So when God speaks a promise, that promise is, he's going to keep it. He's going to keep that promise. Okay. That's his, I forget the word now, but... um, use that's so it's like if i promise you something to you yeah i i want to fulfill my promise that's my, oh, okay. my responsibility yep. yep it makes sense now yep so god just doesn't flippantly promise something and then not follow through everything he okay. promises he, yeah that makes sense that's his responsibility he's he's saying yeah so Yeah, God is actually promising this to himself. This is what he agrees to be like for us. We can take it for granted that he will love us because this is what he has promised. Yeah. He is far greater than we really know. We're the ones who fall and he is there ready to pick us up every time. He invented forgiveness, I wrote. And in Ezekiel, but they rebelled against me and would not listen. They did not get rid of the vile images they were obsessed with or forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I threatened to pour out my fury on them to satisfy my anger while they were still in Egypt. But I didn't do it, for I acted to protect the honour of my name. I would not allow shame to be brought on my name among the surrounding nations who saw me reveal myself by bringing the Israelites out of Egypt. So that's what God's saying there. For the honour of his own name, he's going to fulfil the promise to these people that are actually not following at all saturday zero two one zero two oh two one i could sleep in but that's not who i am i just get up early it's a habit i like because i love the morning where i can be close with god Hmm. and this morning candy we were close with each other it was really nice we went for a ride down and watched the sunrise that wasn't this morning that was yesterday morning that was yesterday morning on our motorbikes 
It was good, yeah, wasn't it? It was really good, yeah. It was cool and there's no one on the road. Yeah. And they had really the beautiful red it. before the sky. And we sat down at Muddy's and just watched the sun rise over the ocean. And those funny pigeons with a little fluff oh, on top of their heads. How funny were they? The birds, the noises, oh. yeah. <laughs> I like how you do your hand actions. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, such fun. So I finish here with uh, some words from Ezekiel and God said, I gave them over to worthless decrees and regulations that would not lead to life. So God's giving them over to their, their desires. I let them pollute themselves with the very gifts I had given them and I allowed them to give their firstborn children oh. as offerings to their gods yeah. so I might devastate them and remind them that I alone am the Lord. So they're sacrificing their kids, Candy, to these other the gods. And you're going to finish on that? Um, no, we'll get a happiness going. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just how corrupt they'd become, and no wonder God's upset. It's Graham always says God allows in his wisdom what he can easily prevent by his power. The thing about sin is that people, we, we begin to hate it, and we hate what we do, and what we become and I think that's why sometimes God gives us over to the sin is because then we actually hate it and I remember in the matrix when that um, Mr. Smith says I hate the smell of this he hates being where he is yes even though he's an evil person he doesn't like it mm. we know there is a better way but are often imprisoned in our habits and behaviours. I wouldn't recommend people watching it. Mm, no. We need a change of heart, and this is the work of God. So I just want to finish on that, um, the work of God, the work of Jesus and what he's done. He has made us into brand new people. And all that, all that wrath and all that God's anger was put upon Jesus on the cross, and we are free and it was for freedom that he died for us so that we can be free, that we don't have to have addictions, that we don't have to have um, live in prisons or live in negative mindsets. And we are continue, continually releasing ourselves from a, from a prison or, or shutting the door and not going in, turning around and going away from it. That's, that's maybe sometimes how I feel. I feel like... Um, turn around go the other way and that's what repentance is it's turn around go the other way or metanoia as i learned in college really mm. is that what metanoia means mm. oh okay yeah to turn around hmm. change your mind change your heart okay then there you go so that was that was ezekiel didn't finish the book but um yeah not a very nice job for that that priest, that prophet, they didn't listen to him. They went into exile and the kings did die. And um, But God was continually faithful to what he promised. And Jesus came and saved us all. And he saves us every day. So that's our week's podcast, Candy. They're all our thoughts. And going well there. No, same level for the whole time you've been talking, actually. Mm. Oh, well, super hard level, though. So It is, but it's not, 
they're not generally super hard, but mm. I'm out of life, so oh well. Okay, well that's it. Well, let's wrap it up there. It's um, <laughs> goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.